And we are recording. We're back for, I would say another episode, but it's a bit more than another episode because this is episode number 50. We hit the milestone halfway to 100. Who would have thought, you know, starting this podcast many moons ago on a random Saturday afternoon. A planet far, far away or in a galaxy (laughs) far, far away, whatever you want to say. That's right. You know, we just out of the blue decided to start a podcast, record ourselves talking smack, talking pop culture, sports, whatever came to our mind at, at the time in a very unformatted and very raw sort of format. Here we are for episode 50. I am one half of the podcast, Sam Finlay, also known as Sizzle, my co-host sitting unfortunately across from me. I do say unfortunately because being episode 50 would have loved to have been in person, but yes, unfortunately, because we're still in lockdown, we couldn't hold out. Sitting across from me in Zoom is my co-host. Introduce yourself. Hey guys, you know who it is. Here it comes. It's your boy. Nothing new here. It's Quinny, also known as Simon, co-host of this podcast. Sizzle said it before. We've made it to the 50th episode. It's been a, it's been a journey. We've loved every minute of it. And you know what, Sizzle? I'm looking forward to the next 50 plus episodes that we will be putting together for this great podcast. Because you know what? One thing that Sizzle and Quinny always does, it gives the people what they want. It's what we're here for. It's what we do. And I'm that happy that we made it. And you know what, Sizzle? I couldn't think of a better person to share a 50th episode with on a podcast than you, my friend. Oh, thank you. Look, it's an honor to be. Cheers, cheers. It's, it's an honor to be on the airwaves, on the, uh, the podcast with you week in and week out. You know, it's been, you know, when did we start this podcast? It would have been 2019. I think 2019. Been, yeah, October, November 2019, I think. November, I think it was. The pilot of our podcast, first podcast, you know, going back was Swaggy L, House of the Dragon, and some very bold predictions. So, you know, now look at us, 50 episodes in, and we're still here, still giving the people what they want, as you said. And look, yeah, it's a pleasure. So um, it's been a fun journey to share with you. You know, we've obviously been mates since we were very, very young. You know, best How good were those photos that you were sending me today? Oh, the throwback. I mean, Illawarra maybe, basketball. Illawarra maybe Hawks. we should talk about that. Maybe we should put that as the cover of the uh the, the episode when I upload this to um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I reckon we should. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for you know the people listening there, I found a, a, an old old uh, photo of uh, our under 12 basketball team. Well, I should say my friend actually, our friend Alex Beagler, he sent it to me of uh, under 12s who were state champions. We were pretty pretty. Yeah, uh, we were elite. What we a were team. elite. We were what elite. a team. Um, so yeah, I sent that to Quinny and we had a good good laugh over it. But uh, look, it, it, we're 50 episodes in, so you know instead of just going straight into the usual. We thought we'd look back at some of the best moments on the podcast. I've got a few. I know Quinny's got a few as well. So, look, Quinny, do you want to kick us off? What are some of the best memories you've had of the podcast, you know, now that we're at episode number 50? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll keep it simple. I'll start with, just like you mentioned before, I think one of my favorite moments on this podcast was episode one, the pilot. Swaggy L, as you said, House of Dragons, bold predictions. Man, that was heaps of fun. I remember just getting – I was super excited for it. I was a bit nervous when we did our first 
recording. Do you remember how we like started to record it and then it ran out of battery or something and then we didn't have enough <laughs> tape? So we just we were just winging it for like 30 odd minutes and then we realized, oh, actually, this hasn't been recorded. So we had to throw it back. We had to rewind, get back to the start and try, try again. But, you know, that's what we do. I think for me, that was hilarious. I had a great time. It was super fun. We went out and celebrated afterwards. Shout out to Black Cockatoo. Out of one of the main things I miss about Wollongong, I'm not going to lie, it's definitely Black Cockatoo. I love the bar vibe. I hope Young gets one soon. But I think for me, just straight away, I've got some others, but I'll just keep it simple for the start. I think we'll probably have very similar ones. But I just think the just the whole idea of us just, you know, we used to get a coffee all the time, have a drink, talk crap all the time. You know what? You know what? Let's start a podcast. We always spoke about it. Like the people don't know, like Sizzle and Quinny, it didn't just, it started a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Like I mentioned before, there was a show that had two episodes. I think they were critically <laughs> acclaimed. I think they were probably rated nine out of 10 on IMDb. I haven't checked it in a while, but the Quinlay show, that's where this all started. You know, we had the full setup. We had the suits on. I think I borrowed a suit from Papa Neil. So thanks. Shout out to Neil for giving me that suit. <laughs> we had the line that was, you know, don't worry, be happy playing in the background. Like, <laughs> that was heaps of fun. We had a full panel, like a big desk between us. So it all started from the Quinlay show. And it's now kind of evolved into what it is today. So Dragon Ball Super Style, you know, Super Sam Blue is a Sizzle and Quinny show. Remember so that. I, just to, I just wanted to mention, you know, probably for me, episode one straight off the bat was so much fun. And you know what? It started all. We're still here doing it now. So we're loving it. We're still enjoying it. What about yourself? Give me one. Look, I mean, as you mentioned there, <laughs> the podcast really did start before podcasts were even a thing, you know? Uh, <laughs> and that was the Quinlay show when we were, I don't know, what did you say? When we were 15 or 16 or something like that, you know, we recorded this. It was video and all, like one of the old old school handheld cameras. We were at like a- It was our go-to, man. It was like a, um, yeah, a proper talk show, like a late night show or something like that. Um, and, you know, we just went back and forth. I can't even remember what we discussed on that. I do remember we did skits as well. We did a bit of we acting. Did, we did some acting, which was good. Uh, which was great. But maybe if, if we could find that, I would release it. I would release it to give to our fans. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, it, it's a podcast that, uh, you know, really began when we were, we were younger. But, look, I mean, some, some favorite memories for me, you know, from this uh, podcast journey so far would be, as you sort of mentioned, you know, everything else that goes with doing the podcast that isn't the podcast. And that's, you know, not so much now because, you know, we've been doing it over Zoom, you know, unfortunately, because, you know, what's going on in the world. But when we first started the podcast, we obviously used to do it in person and we made a bit of a thing about it. We used to get dinner, have dinner together, um, have a few beers uh, and, and, you know, sort of celebrate the episode. And it was just a, a good way to catch up. Um, you know, we were always, you know, you know, just catch up on the weekends and, you know, throughout the week for coffees and beers and lunch or whatever. But then, you know, another little element that we had, you know, something else to talk about. So uh, that was something for me. And one other thing that I got to mention, this is just like a classic. It's just a classic in every episode. And I, I got to bring it up because you just did it then. It's quitty <laughs> mid-episode, just out of, out of the blue. Don't know what happens. He always just manages to leave the screen for about a minute or two. He always gives me the, the give me give me one second and keep rolling. Yeah, well, I got I can't I gotta let you know. I can't just disappear. I can't put the invisibility no. cloak on, you know. No, I love it. I, I think Quinny's due for every episode just to vacate the screen for for about 
you know, 30 seconds or so. So uh, <laughs> that's a, a memory. It's a go-to. It's one of the moves, you know? I do. Uh, I, you know, I won't ask what you're doing every episode. You seem to forget something every episode, but I, I, I love it. It's hilarious. It makes me smile every time. So uh, that's that's uh, a memory for, you know, an ongoing memory, I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll pass it back to you. Yeah, you know, what a great memory. What a time. What a time. I'm telling you. I think some another one for me, I think what I've really enjoyed was when we did our different drafts, how we, you know, did like, you know, you know, TV character draft or we did like, you know, we kind of went through one of, you know, what our favorite TV characters yeah. were. And we kind of got to discuss them, deep dive on them, mention what they were like and sort of justify our, our decisions. And I just love, I think something I love about the podcast, you can tell we're best mates because we're very similar in what we're saying. We've got very similar tastes and who we like, et cetera. So it's always fascinating when we do a bit of a top 10 or like, you know, ranking because sometimes, you know, me or Sizzle can disagree and it's always nice for that to happen. Majority of the time we generally are always agreeing. What do you, what do you think is our biggest disagreement on the pod we've had so far? Oh man. Cause I mean, you're right. We do, we do seem I'm trying to, to think, you know, agree for the, I mean, maybe Snyder cut. We had, we had a yeah, few. Maybe the Snyder Cut. That's one that came. I think you were a lot higher on it than I was. So I think that was a few things that we didn't like mm. about it. Um, I think maybe, I can't remember, I'm trying to think, even with our, if our Christmas special, I can't remember if we really disagreed on much of those films. I think we pretty much enjoyed all of them or didn't like them in some yeah. sort of way. But I can't think of the top of my head. I have to go back over the tape. But we are very similar. And, you know, we don't really disagree too much. But, you know, it's always a bit of fun. Maybe the one division no. finale. Actually, yes, that was a big one. Actually, yeah, you were saying, um, yeah, one division was like your favorite or whatever. You said it was you rated it heaps high, and I was like, nah, I'm not about that. Particularly so, the finale. Finale, I really liked, and you didn't yeah. like, which was, mm. I guess, one thing. Oh, yeah, actually, it might have been also Loki versus Mando mm. as the best show so far from that, like the Disney Plus era. Yeah, but I think from memory, when we did like Mandalorian ages ago, I think. I was like, yeah, I think we both said it was a six or something. And then you were like, and then you changed it saying, oh, no, actually, no, Loki's a six. And then you had to change it from Mando. So I think that <laughs> was one true. other one I that we might have disagreed on, I think, which is funny. Other than that, though, that's that's one of my, yeah, I think just the TV characters was fun. And also, I think when we did our own Marvel team, where we both got to draft our own Marvel characters and, again, justified why we picked two. And it was just interesting to see each other's Maybe that's another disagreement wording. because we both thought we had a better team. but <laughs> Yeah, probably. And also, like, when we did the zombies too, who would want to be with, like, you know, the zombie apocalypse? Mm. What characters would be picked? That was always heaps of fun. So there's some more for me, but I'll go back to you now. Yeah, I think uh, another thing that I've really enjoyed throughout this podcast, you know, journey 50 episodes in was when we did our mini series, our Christmas mini series. That was for me, that was going to be my next one to mention, but go on. Yeah, so maybe we can, you know, talk about that just in general, I guess, a little bit, but last year, I mean, because I think the first year we did like a Christmas special yeah, uh, and it was just like a one, one episode one around yeah. around Christmas time. But then last year, you know, inspired by a friend of the podcast and, you know, frequent guest, and I'm sure who will have him go on the podcast again going forward. And Caleb Hansy, he does uh, Deck for Hansy, his yeah. own his own you know Christmas podcast. He just dedicates um, to Christmas, and he does an amazing job with that. And I'm looking forward to Deck for Hansy once again this year. But we sort of you know decided to do a similar sort of thing. We just we converted the podcast for the month of December into a Christmas uh, themed podcast and, and, a, and a miniseries. 
And it was fun because we sort of did something a bit different instead of like, you know, looking at some of the classics or, you know, the movies that everyone loves or the movies that we love. We, we sort of reviewed and watched Christmas movies that neither of us had seen before. And it was fun because, you know, some were really good. And um, there was a couple in there that we watched, which were, uh, uh, you know, not so great, which was hilarious. And it was just, it, it was, was fun. Uh, it was a, it was a fun, uh, fun little, you know, project, I guess. And, you know, I think, I've been, you know, this might be an announcement, but I'm not sure if we've talked about it, but I'm pretty sure we're going to do it again this year. I'm sure we're going to do it. I reckon it was probably one of our more popular um, series that we did in some like of podcasts. So I reckon Mm. it has to be on the cards again. I'm sure we can find another maybe five films that we thought we haven't seen before and maybe we can talk about them. I'm sure we can find some. Caleb knows about a million of them, so he might be able to Mm. give us some ideas. But I think for me, definitely 100% love that miniseries. It was also just cool to talk about because we both love Christmas in general. So it was nice just to kind of have a chat about, you know, what makes Christmas movies so good, what makes them not so good. And it also gave us a bit of a, you know, an opportunity to collaborate with other people. So as you said, we both jumped on Deck to Hansy, which was heaps of fun. So I think I think two of his best episodes are probably the ones with Sizzle and myself on there. <laughs> so I think they were probably the most listened, I reckon, on that podcast. because you know, What episode loves- did you review? I was on for Elf and you were on for... Uh, I did... No, no, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, that's right, yes. yes so I right. did Christmas with the Cranks. I wanted to do the – I was keen to do the Grinch, but he got others on there, um, but that's okay. But I think it was just heaps of fun to kind of broaden out a bit. And then we also had a nice, you know, a lot of fun merchandise. So I just loved your creativity regarding, like, the Instagram posts that you made and the images. And, like, Sizzle also got, like, the ultimate mug out of this as well. So I think he has the best yeah. mug ever. That was a Christmas gift from me. The uh, Sizzle and Quinny Christmas mug. It's a. It's definitely Sizzle's go-to. I reckon it's a great mug, and I hope he brings it back for the Christmas specials that we'll be doing in December because we need to oh, see definitely. it again. You know that mug will be filled with eggnog. You can count on that, Quinny. One hundred percent. I was actually saying to Amy the other day, I'm kind of keen to actually make eggnog and see what it's like because I've never done it before. So Sizzle, you're obviously the, the chef here. You know, you love your food. You love all that kind of stuff. If you have a recipe that you might know about, feel free to hit me up and I might even try and make some eggnog. And then if you, when you and Maddie come and visit me and it's around Christmas time, hopefully we might be having some eggnog together and see what it's like. Because that's something I think in regarding Christmas, that's one thing I've never really had before or embraced. I know it's a very American tradition, but I'm kind of keen. And now that you've mentioned it, I want to make some eggnog. Yeah, well, let's let, let's do it. I mean, eggnog, maybe some mulled wine as well. We can make some mulled wine. That'd be that'd be fun. Whatever, let's mix it out. Let's get in the Christmas spirit. Let's do it. Look, I, I can't wait for Christmas. It's gonna be gonna be fun. I'm you know really looking forward to another uh, Sizzling Quinny Christmas with Sizzling Quinny, I should say, mini series. But uh, yeah, that was a, a really fun fun little little mini series. I think we did. Was it five? We did we did five episodes. I think we I think we did five from memory. I'm pretty yeah, sure. But- I might yeah, have to just look at Instagram again and say we now Fred Claus, Arthur Christmas, Last Christmas, The Christmas Chronicles, Claus. So yeah, you know. Love it. I'm just gonna look over now all our posts over the years, and I'm gonna see some other ones that I might be able to bring up that I've really enjoyed. And I think one for me to remember was when we did our Dragon Ball Z draft. Who can forget that? Again, another mm. draft. We both got to draft our own. Dragon Ball Z characters. We both love it. We're huge fans. We used to play with the toys all the time. Great action figures back in the day. So I think that just adds a bit of 
charm to this podcast as well because we can kind of you know talk about stuff that we love when we're a little bit younger and i kind of think it brings it out in our podcast when we do a lot of pop culture and stuff like that and i think that leads into my last another one i want to mention i just think i've just loved it when we have guests on it's always nice to get you know not just us talking the whole time so i've loved when caleb's come on you know big tay when we talk about fantasy marty's been on there shout out to marty chris has been on there murph has been on there my cousin kiz has been on there so it's been a lot of fun getting these guests on to get different opinions. And you know what? I reckon we need to bring back some more guests for the next yeah. season of this show or this podcast. De- definitely. And I mean, you know, we'll probably have a, a few weeks off. We usually do after we put out 10 episodes, we have a bit of a, um, a season yeah, it's break. It's been 10 we, already. I know 10. It just goes yeah. like that, doesn't it? Um, so, so we might have a couple content. weeks off. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll be back for season six, which yeah. is... Uh, crazy so we'll definitely get some um guests and we'll, we might even change things up we like to change the format up every now yeah. and then um definitely. yeah i think the last thing i'll probably mention is a memory for the podcast that i have and maybe we can do it again this episode i mean we haven't planned anything for this but i was just thinking maybe just now maybe we should do that at the end of the episode and that's how we used to do finish every episode with a bold prediction each and we used to also finish the episode with uh quick questions and it was just like, just random, um, you know, uh, rapid fire questions. So I don't know, maybe we can, maybe we can come up with something on this spot. Yeah, um, I love that. We, That's good. When we get to the end of the I was mention bold predictions were always fun. Bold predictions were always fun. I mean, we've made many bold predictions in, in on the podcast throughout, yeah. but um, yeah, we used to have like a, a dedicated bold predictions segment at the end where we'd make one bold prediction. It was usually about fantasy football, but you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. We'll see, we'll see if we get creative. On Mine will probably, yeah, it might be fantasy football. We'll see. I'll see I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to steer away from fantasy. But, yeah. um, do a bold we'll, prediction. Yeah. We'll see. We'll Love see. it. Uh, any other memories before we get into some topics? Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just like, I like you mentioned then, I loved how we changed the format a bit. You know, I love how we had the hero, the villain. We also had the woke. The worst of all time was one of my favorites. And I loved the episode when we spoke about how bad and how crap Krillin was and he was the woke of all yeah. wokes. And then also we looked at like Harry Potter as well. So I thought that was hilarious. So that's just another thing that I've really enjoyed for this podcast. So, But other than that, I'll leave it there. Yeah, that's another good one we, we should do, I think, is maybe a Harry Potter draft. Yeah, that'd be good. Harry Potter drafts, Star Wars drafts. You know, people, what do you want? Let us know. So many drafts. We've done that many. We've got to make sure we haven't done them already, but, you know, we're just going to go back and have a think. We definitely haven't done a Harry Potter draft, so, you know, maybe uh, maybe we have. Maybe we have. We might have. I feel like I remember drafting like Sirius and um, Lupin, maybe. I think you're right. I'm having a look. That's how. Oh, we did a Harry Potter deep dive. But I don't know if that was if we mentioned. I think, the draft I think we picked our favorite we characters. Have. I think. We yeah. Anyway, anyway, look, this is this is the nature of the podcast. We're raw, we're unfiltered. We, you know, just we're off the cuff. So it's, uh, yeah, look, it's fun, fun times always. Uh, should we get into some topics? Yeah, let's go. Let's get on it. What are some so topics? We'll, yeah, look, we haven't planned anything for this podcast. We just thought we'd just have a bit of fun, fun catch up. So, you know, I guess we got to start with what if because we, you know, we've been talking what if for um, a number of weeks. We got a pretty awesome episode this week. Great episode. Um, yeah, we we got um, Vision with the Infinity Stones, Ultron Vision. Uh, I don't know the official name. I think like a lot of people are calling it like um, Perfect um, Vision. Yeah, Perfect Vision, like Perfect Cell. Perfect yeah. Cell. Love yeah, that. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty interesting. I mean. Because last episode, the Party Thor episode, 
we obviously got to see uh, Perfect Vision at the very end. And then this episode obviously built it up, built, um, built upon that, that episode. And it was, um, you know, kind of scary to see how strong Perfect Vision would be. I mean, cutting Thanos basically in half without... Just well, cooked actually, him, just toasted him. Yeah, I mean, that was even before Vision got all the Infinity Stones. So, you know, when Thanos came... Um, you know, before him to get the the last stone from Vision, Vision just you know sort of thought, nope. Um, you know, this is obviously an evil Vision, um, Ultron um, possessed Vision. So it was a very, it was another dark episode. I think the, like what if sort of had that. that that's theme. yeah. That's it's one been, thing I was going to say. It's very dark. It was a bit different to what I was expecting, but I've really enjoyed how they've gotten a bit darker, which is good. Mm. So yeah, I mean. Fun episode. It was fun to see both Natasha and uh, Clint team up again. And we kind of got a reversal of the deaths from the Avengers. So look, overall, like a a super interesting episode. I I liked how we actually got to see the Watcher and him actually in a battle and see how actually do something as opposed to talking. Yep. Yeah. And how powerful he actually is because, you know, I haven't read the comics really. I'm pretty much just like much the same as you. I obviously want to get into the comics, but I pretty much just the Marvel universe for me is the movies and now the shows. Uh, so I don't know much about the watcher, but obviously he's very, very powerful and, you know, doing a bit of research. He, he is that he's almost like a godlike character. Um, so to see him actually in action was and sort of go toe to toe with uh, a perfect Ultron slash vision was interesting. And also we got to see, Captain Marvel, once again, just show how powerful she is. Obviously, she didn't end up taking out. Perfect. She's been getting toasted, hasn't she? The last few episodes, she's like showed up and struggled against Thor and then sort of has no. Ultron. And then she didn't, I wouldn't say she struggled against Perfect uh, Vision. You don't reckon? I don't think I so. Guess like he, she, I guess he had the stones, though. So I guess that like gives you, him a bit of an edge. You're pretty much unbeatable with the stones, right? Like, I mean, mm. anyway. Uh, so yeah, just a fun episode, and obviously, like it's going to lead into next week as well. It's going to be epic. I reckon we should do some bold predictions about next week's episode. That might be something we can lean into at yeah. the end. Maybe, maybe that's that's a that's a good idea. Uh, I mean, yeah, like where does this rank for you? I, mean, I feel like every episode I get on, I'm like, this is my favorite episode. It's Sizzle's news catchphrase is this is my favorite episode. Uh, he says it every time. He loves it. That's okay. I do. I do. I mean, this isn't my favorite episode, but I, I, I think it's probably one of the stronger episodes. What about you? Yeah, I was, when we were talking about it in our uh, group chat between you and um, Caleb and myself, I think for me it's probably my favorite out of all of them. So obviously, I had obviously Chichala as Star Lord as number one, but I liked how they've taken this. I like this episode how you actually got to see, like you mentioned before, the Watcher in action. Because he was a lot of just, I'm just going to talk about, you know, this is what happened in this universe. You know, what if this happened, blah, blah, blah. It's good to actually see that he actually took some action and he actually got into a bit of a battle. But you know what? It's pretty scary to see that Ultron is just out of control and he's pretty much just, pretty much beats the Watcher. So the Watcher has to turn to your boy, Doctor Strange, which I really liked. I liked how it ended with that episode because as we know in the Doctor Strange episode, it was the first time that you really noticed that a character noticed the uh, watcher's presence in the episode he goes who's out there who's that and then you started to get this connection so i thought that was really cool i also loved how you saw 
um, Hawkeye using he had sort of like the Winter Soldier arm, which was pretty cool. It was kind of cool to see how he had that cool metal arm in the gadget with his arrows. And it's sort of making me like Hawkeye even more and like getting me keen to see him in his new show that's going to be coming out around Christmas time. So yeah. how good's that? A Marvel movie during Christmas. We'll have to talk about it. Sure. Um, and also it was kind of cool to see Natasha Black Widow using the Red Guardian shield as it kind of links into the Black Widow film that we both watched on um, Disney+. Plus. So, yeah, I just think it was really interesting to see Ultron at this sort of perfect level and he's just like, you know, he got bored. He goes, you know, I need to find other universes and all that kind of stuff. And he starts, he wants to conquer everyone. So but I had one question for you. It kind of got to me a bit, you know how he's got all those stones, right? Um, and as we know in the show, Loki, it's mentioned that the stones pretty much only work in the universe that they're from. But it seemed to me like, you know, at the end of the episode, you see Ultron jumping through different universes against the Watcher and he's still using them somehow. So yeah, that for me was a bit of a plot hole. And I was just going to see what your thoughts were on that. Do you think it matters yeah. or is it just sort of like who really cares? It's just a what if. Does it impact your, you know, thoughts on the episode overall or are you just like, you know, let's just let it slide? What do you reckon? No, I mean, what I think what I go back to with that is that we sort of found out that the TVA were very deceptive and the TVA, you know, didn't tell the truth. Um, you know, they were hiding a lot of information from us. So I'm, I, I guess I'm leaning on the fact that maybe that's, that was false and maybe they weren't the actual infinity gauntlets or, you know, maybe they just didn't work within the TVA. So yeah, they could for, just work in any other universe possibly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the things, right? I was just curious what you thought. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it didn't take anything away from the episode. Did, did it for you? Well, not really. I was just interesting because, you know, there's all these all the theories out there about, you know, the Stones meant to do this, this and that. But I think overall the episode was still really strong. So it didn't really impact it too much for me. But I thought well, I'd I, just mention it and see what you thought. So I've got a question for you about the episode. And so we mentioned that Thanos comes down and then sees Ultron Vision, you know, who are we calling this? It is Vision, right? Like it's Ultron, Ultron possession Vision, right? Well, it's Ultron like in Vision's body pretty much. So he okay. made like the body that he could be in as opposed to him being a robot. So it's still Vision, right? Okay. Either it's, way. It's Ultron slash Vision. Yeah. So Vision or Ultron sees Thanos and then, you know, Thanos is obviously coming to get the final stone. And then Vision just basically cuts Thanos in half, like beam straight down the middle. So I've got two things for you. Does that take away the a little bit from Endgame and, well, more so from Infinity War when, you know, Vision could have potentially done that? Why didn't he do yeah. that? And does it, does it depower Thanos a little bit in that regard? Yeah. And um, also, I, I, what do you, yeah. also, part two, what do you think about this whole idea that... You know, Thanos wants to basically get rid of half of the population, half of, you know. Yeah, the multiverse pretty much. The multiverse basically. And then it's kind of ironic, right? Because then he gets cut in half. What do you think about true. that whole idea? Yeah, that's true. That is, he did he, cut he the world save in half him. and he, he cuts he himself wants to, in half. Yeah, exactly. You know, he wants to cut the world in half basically, but can't save himself from being cut in half. Do you think that was like pretty like... Uh, intentional yeah i reckon that i'll go with that part first i think that was intentional i think that was why they did the whole cut him in half you know that was his whole his whole mindset was 
50% of the population can say 50% has to go. Let's get it done. Let's click my fingers and let's get it done with this gauntlet. So I think that kind of was why they did it. So it was kind of like a bit of a, you know, link to that of movies. Uh, second thing you mentioned about, did it depower Thanos? I think it really, I think it did. I think for me, like, you know, Thanos was the ultimate villain in the movies, pretty much in the whole infinity saga. And like, we saw him pretty much waste the Hulk quite easily. And then he had those gauntlets. He had literally all the, all those stones pretty much. And he just destroyed everyone. So I just sort of, for me, it would kind of sucked a bit that vision just somehow managed to split him in half. And like you said before, why didn't Vision just do that in the first place? But I think to answer that question would be because it isn't the Vision that we know. This is an Ultron Vision who's evil, a bit more sinister, and he's more happy to just destroy somebody and cut them in half like he does in the um, in the episode. And again, you mentioned, does it impact like the Infinity Saga and that? I think it kind of does a little bit because it sort of is like, well, right over, what was the whole point of this whole gauntlet mm. in the first place if... Vision has just one of those stones and it conquers the other five stones. So it's like, well, that just means Vision could have just toasted everyone. So I think, I don't know if I've answered all your questions, but for me, I just think that's probably the way that I would say it. No, I mean, that that, that answers, answers my question. I, I would agree with you there as well. Well, you know, we like to agree on this podcast. So we do. I, I, I agree there. I, I just thought it was really interesting how they, they sort of did that, you know, yeah. splitting him in half. You know, it was, it was very ironic, I thought. Uh, one other thing I just just thought of then that I was mean to ask you about because I know Ultron in Age of Ultron, the Avengers Age of Ultron movies, you are a big fan of one of your sort of favorite. I like films. Ultron, yeah. I, I don't like the I like Ultron the character. I wouldn't say the movie is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah that's I just right. Like that's Ultron the character. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant to say. And I know you were a big fan of who voiced him in that movie, James Spader. Uh, yeah, that's right. He didn't voice him in this episode. Though no. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah, I did. Was, you can tell straight away. Yeah. I don't know who did the voice, but I would have so, loved it if it was him. It was actually um, I f- can't recall his name, but he's in The Walking Dead. Uh, oh, okay. He, he I forget his name. Um, we could maybe look it up, but anyway, I, I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on that because I know you're a big fan of the Ultron's voicing in the movie. But did that like were you a bit disappointed about that? Because we've got yeah. most of the characters have yeah. been voiced by the the uh, actors or actresses that portray them in the movies. Yeah, well, it's kind of like I wasn't I was sort of expecting it wasn't going to be him because as we know, not all of them, like you know, Captain America, for example, isn't Chris Evans. Spider-Man wasn't Tom Holland. Um Iron Man isn't Robert uh, Downey Jr. So some of them were different. So I was kind of expecting that. Because obviously James Spader hasn't been in it since the actual film itself, and um, Disney doesn't have anything to do with the director of that film. I can't remember his name now, but he a lot of people didn't like him. He also directed parts of was it I don't know it was either one of the I think it was yeah Justice League. He remember he was the one that redirected it when what when um, the original director had to pull the pin. That's so right, yeah. I don't think. I think that sort of sucked because he obviously, when he did the character, he wanted James Spader to play that role. So I would have loved it because if you ever watched the show, I've mentioned it a million times, The Blacklist on Netflix, it's a great show. James Spader's in it and he's just a great character and actor. And every time he talks, it's like, man, that's ultra. His voice is so Mm. cool, like the way that he just projects his voice and stuff. So I would have loved to have seen it. Didn't impact 
the overall plot for me. I kind of like seeing Ultron as like a bit of a badass anyway with the the um, Infinity Stones. So I was kind of happy with Perfect Ultron. Would have loved it if James Spader was in it because then it would have actually been perfect because it was the actual original character that did the voice. But other than that, didn't take it away from me, I don't mm. think. And, and no, no um, uh, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Yeah, Lake Romanoff. Bell. Shout out to Lake Bell, though. I thought Lake Bell did America. a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah, she also did Poison Ivy in the Harley Quinn show that I was really yes. into. And then Amazon just decided, sorry, guys, it's not a lot to be available anymore. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah, yeah we've got our issues with, with Amazon Prime for doing that. Taking it away from us. when we Both of us only got like three episodes. I think, how many did you? I watched three episodes. I think I watched three. And then the director's name, sorry, to go back to my point, Joss, uh, Joss Whedon, whatever his name was. Yes, that guy, Whedon Cup. Yes. The Whedon guy, James Spader, couldn't get on there. Yeah, yeah. But, All right. Uh, look, do we need to talk any more? What if? I'm sure we'll talk. Well, we probably won't be well, here. What next you? Week, yeah, but... I was going to say, we'll just before we move on, yeah, we'll what's, do, your, we'll what's your bold prediction for episode the finale? So I feel like we, we're sort of going to get all the characters. It's sort of been, um, I guess, not leaked, but it's been sort of suggested by the mid season trailer that we got that all these characters are sort of going to come together. And by what we've seen in this episode and, you know, by it not being resolved, that perfect vision is going to be the big bad. So I feel like a lot of these characters are going to come together in this next episode and it's basically going to be a sort of endgame-ish battle against perfect... Ultron slash vision. Yeah, so I think we're going to get a bit of an endgame sort of style episode. And I, I think uh, it's going to be super interesting to see um, the outcome of that because but although the one thing is we're supposed to get Gamora as from what I've seen anyway from like, you know, various clips. And oh, images, yeah, she's supposed to be an episode. We're supposed it? to get Gamora as Thanos and we haven't got that yet. So, you know, maybe that has, you know, something uh, to do with the next episode. But yeah, I do think it's going to be it's going to be a very sort of, it's, it's kind of going to be a take on end game. So is that your bold prediction? It's just going to be the end game. What if version? So end game 2.0. End game. What if, yeah. End game. What if version? That's, that's my, my prediction. Yours. Uh, my prediction is going to be uh, Dr. Doom finally makes an appearance <laughs> in the Marvel universe and kind of links in the fantastic four. That's going to be introduced in the next couple of years. So Dr. Doom's going to show up. And he's going to fight on the side of the heroes just for the time being. And we'll get to see him in action as I hope and we'll see. So that's my bold prediction. Dr. Doom, <laughs> come on down. I uh, love it. Love it. Uh, all right. Look, let's move on to something else. We haven't planned anything. So I'll pass it over to you. Hit me with something you want to talk about because there's, there's so much going on in the world of pop culture and sports and, and whatnot right now. All right, before I answer this question, have you watched Visions yet, Star Wars Visions? I have, yes. That's actually probably good good to talk about. Have you watched all of it? I am yet to watch the last two episodes. Okay, all right. Uh, Star Wars Visions, Sizzle, this is, you know, a two-part question. First part, how have you found the series so far? And the second part of the question, what's been your favorite episode? So, so far, far I've, I've really enjoyed it. Like I, this is something that I was not really um, all that excited for in 
the lead up to it. And I kind of didn't even, I kind of forgot about it to be honest until the trailer came out. And even then I was kind of like, meh, like it, it's, you know, it's going to be something that I'll watch, but I wasn't, you know, counting down the days for it to be released. But I have found it to be something like really refreshing and different. And, you know, who doesn't like Star Wars, right? And I think the fa- my favorite thing about Star Wars is getting Jedis and getting lightsaber duels. And that is what this show has really delivered on. I mean, pretty much every episode has had some form of a Jedi or Sith in, in it. And we've seen, you know, so many different interpretations of lightsabers, which I think has just been awesome. So I've really enjoyed that. I think it's kind of cool how every episode's been given to a different production company and how like every episode, I'm, I'm really big on animation. Like, you know, I, I talk about it on this podcast I can really find the joy in something that's animated. And, you know, if the show isn't as great, but the animation's really great, I'll, you know, sort of let the, I guess, the actual plot and storyline, you know, go a little bit because, you know, I'm so invested in how, you know, it's just animation is is done. So I really loved how every episode we get a different style of animation. Uh, your second point, my favorite episode, it has to be episode one for me. I jewel the jewel like that was i think it was it was very very i mean these are coming from japanese animation studios so you know and, and that's i guess what star wars sort of leans back on because you know that's star wars it's, is, that's its ultimate yeah that was it's like yeah. ultimate inspiration george lucas's inspiration was like japanese cinema and like exactly. samurais and stuff. samurais i mean that's what basically a jedi is a space samurai you know with a, a lightsaber instead of a um samurai sword of katana so but yeah i really liked that first episode because it really went back on that japanese culture and sets the tone for the series too as well which i yeah. really liked and what i loved about that episode particularly you know going to the animation it was black and gray love it cool animation yeah the lightsabers were red which was cool and we got to see two siths you know quote unquote siths we don't really know because you know not much was really well, one explained. of them they reckon might be a former sith and he's yeah. just a, a lone survivor now just roam in the wilderness. That's right. So, and their duel was awesome. Like how cool oh, right. was, how cool was that umbrella? Uh, yeah. And you know, like, Lucy Liu was doing the voice of the um, bandit leader as well. So shout out to Lucy Liu. That. Charlie's that is, angels. Never forget Lucy yeah. Liu. And shout out to the droid, the droid. And I'm not, not sure if the, the droid has a name or, uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it does. But the droid really came through in that episode. So that's, that was my favorite episode. I mean, I think that they've all been like different. They've all been fun. There isn't one episode that I've kind of like not really enjoyed. Maybe for me, episode two, I didn't like The Tatooine one. It was like yeah. Guitar Hero. Yep. Yeah, I didn't love it. Like, I mean, it was still fun. And it was cool to see Boba Fett in and Jabba in the episode. But and voiced by the actual guy that does Boba Fett from Mandalorian yeah, which, as well, which was good. Which was great. But yeah, it wasn't my favorite episode. But uh, yeah, look, I think probably the only thing that I, I would sort of say that uh, I haven't, if I, I've had to sort of criticize it a little bit, every because every episode is about, you know, a, a Sith or a, a Jedi, it's it can like when you're watching them back to back can be a bit repetitive because it's it's another story about another you know um jedi sith duel or you know sith sith duel so it can be a little repetitive i think they're they're kind of good to watch and they they talk they mentioned this on podcasts that we like to listen to uh the ring of verse 
and I think it was the Ringiverse that they I think they're better to watch not back to back. It's kind of better to watch one episode then, you know, go away from it and come back and watch another one. So, yeah. But all, all in all, like, Star Wars Vision, great. Um, but, yeah, I'll pass it over to you. All right. So, before I start, I just want one other thing I wanted to ask. Would you put Star Wars Visions in your top 10 Star Wars yet? No. Or, no. No. Nah. Nah. Uh, I mean... Th- I agree. I was I'm- just going to see what you thought. Yeah, no, no, no. Doesn't I mean, make top 10 yet, no. No, yeah, I, I don't think so. And I mean, one thing that, like, I don't think I could put it in there as well is because it's not canon as well. So, like, that that sort of takes it away from me a little bit, knowing that, you know, it's not canon. So, I don't know. Did that, did that That's a quick question for you before you answer your questions. Did that take anything away from it for you, that knowing that this show isn't canon at all? No, I think I, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked how it was just open slatter. I kind of liked how it was just like, you guys, all right, you're you're an animated studio. Just go for it. Um, it's not going to be considered canon. I remember you kept asking me, and I wasn't 100% sure, but now I know that it isn't going to be canon, which sort of makes sense because it is kind of a wild sort of storytelling, like all these different yeah. characters, like the rabbit chick that's like a Jedi. That was yeah. weird. The droid that's like a Jedi, like that, was, that just threw me a bit. So it was... And then, like, just randomly the band for the Jabba the Hutt. That was super random. But, you know, still enjoyable. Uh, I don't think it took away from me anything. I enjoyed it, like you said. Very similar. Overall, like you said, I loved seeing lightsaber battles. I loved seeing all these new characters. And I loved seeing the Japanese influence, especially, like, the Ronin in the duel and stuff. I love the Japanese Ronin. I've recently played uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Great game, and you're pretty much like that, but you got a samurai sword instead. So that was kind of fun to see. Um, originally, I was going to say the duel was probably my favorite episode so far, but I felt episode five for me was my favorite, which was the ninth um, Jedi, where it's like the saber smith makes lightsabers, and there's like these Jedis that are meeting in a temple, and then you figure out that they're undercover, they're actually Siths, and there's like that epic battle at the end. So I really enjoyed the ninth Jedi. That was a really cool episode for me. And I liked the animation in particular with that film. I love the idea. This is going to probably link into one of my Q and A's for you later. I love the idea that they say with the saber Smith, the lightsaber forms a color that meets their handler. So whatever the person's thoughts are, whatever the person's personality is, that brings out the color of their lightsaber. It wasn't just, you know, you get a kyber crystal and Mm. you get your generic blue or your green. You kind of, I like that idea that you get your life sort of like the Harry Potter link, you know, yeah. the one chooses the wizard. It was kind of cool that you kind of saw them all grabbing their lightsabers. They're all different shapes and sizes and six out of the nine turn into red. And then the rest were like green and blues. I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah. I think for me, I really enjoyed the ninth Jedi because I felt like the duel and that was, there was more action to it. Like obviously the duel is really cool, but doesn't last very long. But the ninth Jedi, like the last pretty much I don't know, eight minutes of the episode is these guys just battling out in like the floating temple. And it was kind of cool how at the end of the episode, they kind of zoomed out and it was like the outline of a lightsaber, which I thought was pretty cool. So mm. I think for me, um, the ninth Jedi has probably been my favorite followed by the duel. Were, were the episodes too short for you or do you think they were the right, right amount? Yeah, of time? I think um, the ones I really enjoyed were the ones that went for a bit longer, mm. but a lot of them were like, you know, 12 minutes, 14 minutes. Which is fine. Like I get it. They're only meant to be short. But you know, you know me. Like you know, 
we both love a solid 25, 30 minute episode. That's perfect length, really. So it would be interesting to see if they kind of had similar lengths like The Mandalorian and might have been similar to see how they could have taken that. But I think some mm-hmm. of the episodes would work if they were a bit longer. But I know some of them I found like I'm kind of glad it's over because I wasn't really feeling it as much. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Star Wars Visions. Um, but I can recommend, show. make sure you watch it, guys. If you haven't already, give it a go. If you like Star Wars, go for it. Yeah. Uh, look, let's move on to something I wanted to ask you about. And unfortunately, we, you and I can't see this movie. Well, you might actually be able to because you're out of lockdown and young. So you might be able to go see it. Um, if the young yeah. cinema has the movie, that's it. Yeah. It depends what movies they are showing at the time. Yeah, I mean... Maybe they don't generally out, but... get the mainstreamers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Venom 2, um, Let There Be Carnage. It has been released in cinemas. Uh, I'm in lockdown in Wollongong. Yeah, so I might I check. It. it might be in Wagga, maybe. I might be able to Google Wagga Wagga and see if... Uh, I'm very jealous. Yeah, and I might have to go see it. And I'll just very bring jealous. Amy. I can bring Amy along. She'll watch it. I'm very jealous. But yeah, well, I won't be able to see it for another, you know, few weeks. Um, but it's out. And unfortunately, it's not on any streaming platforms. You can't buy it um, to rent or anything like that. So it's going to be the waiting game for me. One thing I wanted to ask you about, and you and I, we went back and forth talking about this in the sort of lead up. And it's it's finally been released. And they sort of held back from um, providing this information. And that is that it is PG. So... There was PG-13. a lot of talk. Yeah, PG 13. So there was a lot of talk that it could potentially be given, um, you know, a, a bit more of like a dead, the Deadpool treatment for, for a, a Marvel movie and, you know, being be made a bit more graphic and a bit more suited for adults. Uh, the first one wasn't, however, the first one was PG 13 as well. So it kind of makes sense that they, you know, kept it the same rating. It would have been a bit, I guess, a bit odd for, you know, especially if a lot of, kids have watched the first one and then they can't go watch the second one or whatever. But I personally was a bit bummed when I found out because from a a movie that's about Venom and especially Carnage, who, you know, in the comics and in the show. Epic characters that are super epic, Both epic characters. Super aggressive. Violent, violent, aggressive characters. I mean, the trailers make it look out like it's going to be. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like when he like puts his tongue down the dude's insides and just like kills him that way, like sucks out whatever he does. That was hectic. That's yeah. PG thirteen. You kidding me? Well, I know it's 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 a bit mind boggling. But were you a bit disappointed about this? And what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, um, I really, I actually, I really enjoyed the first one. Like, I love the first Venom. Um, I know it is a bit disappointing that it is PG thirteen, but I still really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Tom Hardy was a great character in it. I sort of loved what he brought to the table. And yeah, like you were saying before, I think to really get a Venom film like film the right way and produce the right way to make it look like it should based on the comics and based on the characters themselves. I think it needs to be into that M to MA rating. Like if you gave me an R an R rated Venom film, I'd be all for that. I'd be all in on that. Like if they did an R 18 or like rated Venom film, I'm all in. Like I'm hundred percent all in, no doubt. If they do an MMA, same sort of thing. Cause you can make it a bit more violent. It would have been like it'd been nice to see, like, you know, for me, I'm a big Daredevil fan. I like the Daredevil show on Netflix. And I think from memory, I think that's like MA possibly. So I wouldn't mind even if it was like an MA sort of film. Because that was very similar to The Punisher, who's an anti-hero like Venom. Mm. And his show is very violent. But again, it was like that MA. So it kind of gives them that little edge. 
but you know, from a business perspective, like, you know, if I was, if I'm Sony, sure. I totally understand you make it PG 13. That means more people can see it, which means more money for them, which means they can then, you know, make the next film anywhere they like. And because the first one was so successful, I'm hoping that this will still lead into the second one being just as good. I'm really keen to see how Andy Serkis goes with the film because he's a really good director. I really love his Planet of the Apes films. They're super underrated and he directs, I think, all of them from memory or maybe not the first one, but I think he at least does maybe the next two possibly. I'm not 100% sure. But it'd be interesting to see how he directs and how the character goes from there. And I really hope... I've been reading rumors out there. Apparently there's an epic post credit scene. So I'm really mm. hoping that something epic happens in this. I really hope we get a Spider-Man appearance, maybe Tom Holland or even. I was going to ask like, you about that. I was going to yeah, ask you. Even if it's just Venom or, you know, um, Eddie looks up at the TV. There's a news report about Peter Parker being wanted or something. I don't know. Like to kind of link into the new Spider-Man film. Because there's all these, they reckon that they're eventually going to overlap because apparently they're considered part of the same universe. It's just Sony's extended universe. So I'm really hoping that I've been hearing stories. Apparently it's a really good post-credit scene. And it's, as you know, Sizzle, that was one thing that we both loved about going to a Marvel movie because mm. we'd make sure we stayed behind to watch the end credits because there's always some sort of cool scene at the end that connected the next film or the next part of the story. So I'm hoping some of that does happen. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I've read that as well. I mean, I haven't read what the post credit scene is, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know. know what it is, but yeah, I don't no know. But yeah, I have heard that it's um, it's it's pretty interesting. So yeah, I mean, if you can go see it because you're out of lockdown in Young, you know, I'm literally I'm going to be... Google after our podcast movies in Wagga and see if Venom's out, and then Man, maybe I'm... me and Amy can do a weekend trip, just go down there and go to the movies. I'm going to be very jealous. Very jealous indeed. And I've got my two jabs too, mate. I've got my COVID. Uh, inje- I've got my what? injections. Woo. He's fully vaccinated. I've still got one fully to go. Fully vaxxed, so, baby. I mean, even if I was, even if things did open up today, I probably wouldn't be able to go. So I've still got to wait for my second jab, which is in a few weeks. So uh, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed we can see the internals together and Spider-Man. We have to see Spider-Man together. Yes. It's a lot. Yes. No matter what, I don't care what weekend it is. I'm coming back. We're seeing that movie together. We're doing it. And also, if Shang-Chi is still out at the cinemas. All that too. We should also go see if that they re- Do you reckon they might re-release it in, like, you know, New South Wales, possibly? Because well, people I, I, couldn't I, see it. Like, you know what I mean? I know it's supposed to be coming to Disney+. Plus. But yeah, you know, but I'm kind of hoping... It's not coming to Disney Plus till the 12th of November. So I'm hoping and, maybe, you know, we're supposed earlier. to get out of lockdown, you know, if things, you know, go as they say around the 11th of October. So that's about a month before. So I reckon there, there'll probably be, you know, about a month or so where it's still in, in cinemas until it makes it to Disney plus. So if that's the case, if we are in a lockdown and it's at the cinemas, we can add that to the list. We're going to go see it. I can't wait to go back to the movies. I cannot yeah, wait to go That's one thing I've been missing. Cinemas. So, but yeah, I'm going to Google the movies in Wagga and see if it's out and I can go see it. Right, well, you can't, you know, say anything. You can't spoil anything for me because I'm going to have to wait a few more weeks, at least at least three weeks. So anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, look, the podcast is moving on. Uh, should we get in? Should we wrap this podcast up and get into a few bold predictions and quick questions like we used to do in uh, old-fashioned style? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yep. Let's do a couple bold predictions followed by a few questions. 
All right. Uh, hit me. What's your bold prediction? Anything. Could be anything. All right. I'm going to. It, it, it can't be about Dr. Doom. Okay. Because I don't think I know you love a Doctor Doom. I should have mentioned that. I already did one. I should have mentioned that as a memory of the podcast. Is you always bring up Doctor Doom? I love it. I love Doctor Doom, man. I want to read the comics. I need to get some. I want to read his origin story. Okay. I'm not going to do a fancy one. I'm not doing it. My bold prediction will probably be pretty obvious, but I don't care. My bold prediction is that in Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, we are going to get. Toby Maguire and Andy Garfield are going to appear and we're going to have three Spider-Mans in the one movie followed by a Sinister Six team up and then Venom shows up at the end in the end credits. Ooh, you know what? That and that's could, my prediction. That could be in play. Now, especially given that there's, you know, this, this uh, buzz on the internet that the post-credit scenes for Venom currently, the movie uh, Let There Be Carnage, is you know something that we should really pay attention to that could be in play i like that's it my predi- that's my bold prediction i've chucked a few spanners in there so look i mean I'll, I'll keep my bold prediction in the same area and that is that we are finally getting mephisto in that's what i should have said that's one of my favorite memories sizzle's obsession with mephisto nah it's mephisto it's mephisto nah mephisto is coming I blame I blame YouTube and the many YouTubers out there that have convinced me that Mephisto is going to appear in every single episode of every single Marvel show or movie. So blame YouTube. <laughs> but that's my bold prediction. We're finally getting Mephisto in this movie. And if we don't get it in this movie, we're going to get it in the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange movie that we're getting in. Is it March? I yeah, I think March 2022. So that, that that's my bold predictions. Nice. That's good. I like that. They're good ones. All right, look, let's finish this podcast off in style. Rapid fire. Quick questions. Let's just go back and forth here. What do you got for me? All right, Sizzle. I mentioned it before quickly. All right. If you picked up a lightsaber, what color would it turn and why? Uh, it's it's going to be uh, red. Purely because they just look badass. And you know me, I like villains. I, I, but I, I'm going to be like a, a somewhat somewhat nice Sith. But uh, yeah, red for me. You? Nice. Yeah, I think for me, if I grab my lightsaber, I'm thinking it'd be an orange or like a like a yellow, like an, an electrifying yellow, similar to like the uh, Jedi guards in the temple. But I think for me, I'd be similar to a Sith. That would be sort of, I'd be more, you know, I'd be using more passion and anger and stuff like that. But I'd be a nice Sith. So I'd probably be like a grey Sith. So similar to, you know, what the uh, the Ronin was doing in Visions, how he's not a Sith anymore. He's just traveling the wilderness, getting rid of the Sith himself. So I think for me, it'd be probably a yellow or an orange. And it'd be like sort of lightning sparkles, I think. Very similar to Forced Unleashed style, which is one of my favorite games. So yeah. Not blue, quick- not green. Nah. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm- Bit, bit over, pure, bit. Like I'm not too, I'm not goody goody enough for that. You know, I'm not pure too, you know, you got to be very pure and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking yeah. yellow, orange for me. And I might even have a dual weld style one similar to Darth Maul. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. I got a quick question for you. What would you rather the saints win the Super Bowl this season or Dr. Doom appearing in 
one of the next upcoming Marvel movies? Oh man, this is big. This is big for you. <laughs> Two of I your lo- loves. I know. I love Doctor Doom. I love the Saints. But because I couldn't do a bold prediction with NFL, I'm going Saints win the Super Bowl without Drew Brees. Mm. That would be that would I'd be my mind be blind. They'd be able to win one without Drew Brees, who in my eyes is my goat. I love Drew Brees. He's my boy. I love him. So I hope Winston starts to, you know, get a bit of rhythm going. And then hopefully with our offense, when we get Michael Thomas back, Traquan Smith, we actually start getting some points on the board with our offense. But other than that, man, I want to see Dr. Doom. It was in my bold prediction, but sorry, I'm going with the Saints. And I got, I got a part two for you here. So it's very similar to this quick question. So if you could, what would you, what would you rather pick? You, you got to pick one out of the two. Either A, be on the field at the end of, uh, for the celebrations when the Saints win the next Super Bowl or for, you know, Super Bowl, they have one or be on the set of Avengers Endgame. I'm going to Saints, man. I'm going sport. Like I've, yeah. you know, I've seen Endgame. I've been there. I've seen it on TV. I don't need to be on set. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to Saints. Nice. All right. You have a question you for you? For All right. If you could appear on any movie out of the following, which one would you pick? The new Spider-Man or Doctor Strange? And actually, I'll add to this. And what character would you be? What sort of, what would you be? Would you just be someone in the crowd? Would you want to have an actual part? Talk to me. Well, look, I'd be, I'd appear in Spider-Man. Uh, really? Just, nice. Yes, I would, I would appear in Spider-Man. And look, <laughs> I'm going to be a character. I'm not going to have powers. I'm not going to be a superhero or a villain. I'm going to be just a character that works for the Daily Bugle. And you know, I'm a journalist at heart. That's what I studied. So That's I'm just right. going to be taking I'm photos be a journalist, of Spider-Man. Yeah, either for photographic journalist or um, you know, writer. I'm working for the Love Daily it. Bugle. <laughs> Love it. Good. Uh, all right, I got a question for you. So we've got two uh, well, big releases coming up uh, very soon. Netflix re- Netflix releases. What are you looking forward to more, and why? Ozark season four. Or Stranger Things season four. Oh, I do have my friends don't lie shirt on right now. My Stranger Things shirt, but I'm not going to lie. I think Ozark for me. I like Ozark more than Stranger Things. I think mm. Ozark's an amazing show. I'm glad I told you about it. I'm glad you've watched it. I think for me, I'm really keen to see Ozark. It's such an interesting show. Stranger Things. It feels like it's been it's been away for ages, so it's sort of lost its bit of appeal for me. So I think for me, I'm going to go have to go with Ozark. Yeah, fair. I'd, I'd pick Ozark too. I'd pick Ozark too. All right, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. Let's go one more each. Yep. If you could have one, just one force ability out of all the force abilities in the Star Wars universe, what would it be and why? Well, this is hard because there's so many good ones. Like... I mean, I'm not going to be villainous here. I'm not going to choose uh, Force Choke. I think, That's uh, a I don't great think move. Darth Vader's go-to, man. Great, great, but I don't think I'd ever use it because I don't really want to choke anyone. Choke people out. Um, 
I'm just going to use um, the, the, the pretty st- sort of stock standard um, being able to elevate anything and, you know, bring it to me and just use the force. Um, I'm not sure if that, that's like what you actually call that, but uh, force pull, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, being able to I, move objects, like getting ob- yeah. objects to you, like, you know, coffee and like, you know, snacks. exactly. Like, you know, I, I'm, I love cooking. Cooking is one thing I love. I mean, that would just level up my cooking game, right? You know, I'm on the pan, you know, cooking something in the pan. And, and I, need to, I need to reach, I need to get something out of the cupboard. Instead of having to leave the pan, you know, I can just open up the, the cupboard door with the force, get out, you know, the, the spices, herbs, get anything out of the fridge. It'd be, it'd be very handy. It'd be very handy. <laughs> what would you pick? Oh, I'm going to go... I was gonna say force grip too, but I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be a villain. I'm going force lightning. Oh force lightning's badass, man. If anybody, you know, if anyone's annoying me, see you later, guys. Bang. Oh, actually, no, I was scratching that. No, nah, I've changed my mind. Jedi mind trick. Yeah. You know, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Like tell them stuff, <laughs> you know, a bit of mind. That'd be Get very any, handy any... as a teacher, wouldn't it? You could like yeah, tell no, your students right. like you're going to do your homework tonight. <laughs> you're going to do your homework tonight. You know, you're going to be getting A's on this. You're going to get blah, blah, blah. I think Jedi mind trick would be my power. Yeah. I'm I just thought of that. one more question for you. Am I allowed to hit you? You can hit me. You can hit me. All right. Would you rather see Arsenal win the Premier League or the UEFA League or the New York Knicks winning the NBA championship? Oh, without a doubt. Like, I don't even have to think about this. Like, I love basketball. I love NBA, but I love nothing more than Arsenal. Arsenal's like, Arsenal's really the only team that I'm like fully, fully invested in. Like, I I love all sports, but Arsenal have, they're the type of team when they lose, like, it ruins my day. That's That's why I moved to Saints. Exactly. You know, I mean, I love the Knicks and, you know, I'm a Knicks fan and I love the Illawarra Hawks, for example, in the NBL. I thought but, you'd say the Hawks, but no, I didn't ask you about but the Hawks. Look, Arsenal hands down. Um, and I, I would say winning the Champions League because Arsenal have never won the Champions League. They've won, won the Premier League before, but I've never won the Champions League. So give me the Champions League any day, any day. Nice. Oh, that's me done. Love it. Love it, Quinny. Look, does that bring us to the end of the podcast? I think that's the end. I think that's the end of the fifth year. Hopefully, it's been up to standard, up to scratch. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. I've had a great time talking about it. It's been good. Oh, it's, it's been great. And look, it's been a pleasure to do this podcast with you. 50 episodes deep. So, i got to thank my co-host. I've got to, you know, if, if we were in the same room, I'd give you a hug right now, you know, but unfortunately, we can't do that. But look, it's been an honor to be we can, on this we can podcast do a fist, we can you. do a knuckle though bro we can fist we, it we can, next yeah, time we, we can do a bit of a fist bang, bang. we just did there it uh look it's been a pleasure to do this podcast with you 50 episodes in let's do another 50 i can't wait look we'll take a short break and then we'll be back at it yeah again i just want to second all of that you know love having you sizzles as a co-host of this show i love your work i love you as a person you're my best mate for a reason i love everything you do for this podcast especially all your instagram posts all those extra hours, all your recordings that you do for me. I literally just show up at a time and just talk nonsense, but you actually do all the recording and the editing. So I just appreciate the amount of effort that you put into the podcast. And, you know, it's always a bit of fun and I'm getting emotional. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> me do too, me 50. too. Let's do it. We made it. We, we made did. it.
and I'll hopefully be seeing you real soon. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, look, and thank you to the listeners as well for those people that listen to us every week. You know, we've got some loyal listeners that listen to us every week. So keep it going. Send us anything you want us to talk about. And uh, look, we've got lots of things uh, planned. Any final words or are we, are we wrapping it up? Just as always, tell your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, everybody. Tell them all. We'll be seeing you next time. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace and love. 50 Peace episodes. And love. 50. We 50, 50. Out. 50 more to come. Peace. Peace. We'll be speaking to you next time. Well, we won't be. Wait. <laughs> you know, it's your catchphrase. How do you get to like catchphrase? Well, I think I think we need to make a, a blooper roll at the end of this. But. Uh, yeah.